We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends League Unlimited, part of the League Unlimited media and accessory to the wonderful weekly magazine. I'm Big T, views of my own, and I'm recording Volume 3, Issue 10 of 2022 with a focus on game wraps of two very different results. Anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. This game rap was written by Josh Robinson and it's titled Tigers Roar as they prove winning is no fluke. Saturday the 23rd of April, 7.35pm, West Tigers 23, South Sydney 22. After stunning so many last week, the West Tigers have proved winning was no fluke following the 23-22 victory over the South Sydney Rabbitohs at Combank Stadium. The Tigers were under pressure early on, but they were able to withstand that pressure when they turned defence into attack when Dane Laurie threw a beautiful cutout pass that found David Nofaluma, who had too much strength, close to the line to score. The try wasn't the only pain the Rabbitohs felt from that play, with Tane Milne sent to the bin after making forceful high contact with Laurie as he passed the ball. Despite having a player in the bin, the next 10 minutes was the only time in the half that Souths were able to dominate, running in two tries in the space of five minutes. The first of the Bunnies' tries was a case of right place, right time for the green and red, as Alex Johnson tried to force his way to the line, but was stopped, but not before getting an offload away that Cody Walker was on the spot to clean up. The Bunnies took an unlikely lead five minutes later when Alex Johnson was able to score out wide, after the Rabbitohs looked as if they had an extra man when the space was created. Blake Taff couldn't take advantage by adding the extra two points. Having Tane Milne return from the Simbin was the catalyst for the momentum shifting again and the Tigers were back in control of the game with the dominance in possession and field position. Despite all the field possession and dominance, the Tigers could only manage the one try that came when Tigers took advantage of having a three-on-one overlap and scored out wide through Ken Marmalo. The Rabbitohs, trailing by two, had a big chance right on the stroke of half-time when referee Ziggy pralaska Domensky used the Sinbin for the second time that night when Alex Twall was given his marching orders for a professional foul. South had a chance, but an error cost them the chance to take the lead just before half-time and went into the break, trailing by two. Starting with an extra man, the Rabbitohs took advantage of the extra man, although it took almost nine minutes to take advantage when Josh Mansour chased through a kick and got it down just in time to score. Blake Taft's conversion extended the Bunnies' lead to four. Off the back of an error, the Tigers had prime field position with a centre field scrum on South 10 metre line, and they took advantage straight away as the South defence was left in all sorts, and David Nofaluma took advantage out wide to score. Jackson Hastings hit the post of the conversion and scores remained locked up at 16-all. South scrappy play cost them dearly when a wayward pass from Lachlan Ilias was swooped upon by Luke Brooks, who only had open Combank Stadium turf in front of him to race away and put the Tigers back into the lead by six 
after Jackson Hastings converted the try. The pattern of the game meant there were multiple twists left, and that happened when Keon Kolomatangi scored inside the final 10 minutes and Blake Taff converted to level scores again. Both sides had good chances to take advantage. The Tigers were able to get their field goal attempts off the boot, but were denied, while Sabanis made errors and then arguably cost themselves the game when Jai Arrow idiotically tried to take the field goal attempt that cost us field positions. A bad piece of luck against South gave the Tigers a final chance inside the final minute, when an accidental offside was ruled after Damien Cook's charge down came off Jairo and back to the Rabbitohs number nine. The Tigers took advantage of the f- good field position when Luke Brook took his shot and nailed it, securing the 23-22 victory for the West Tigers. Next week, the Rabbitohs are playing host to the Seagulls in Gosford on Friday night, while the West Tigers will be confident on a third straight win when they travel to Wollongong to take on the Dragons. This game rep was written by Andrew Ferguson, titled Pappenhausen Masterclass. Melbourne 70, Warriors 10, Monday the 25th of April, 7pm. Ryan Pappenhausen was simply untouchable as he helped steer the storm to just the 10th score of 70-plus by a team since 1908. Melbourne winning 70-10 over the Warriors and Amy Park on Anzac Day. The Storm opened the scoring in the 8th minute when Edward Cossey dropped a ball with the open try line in front of him. Ryan Pappenhausen, sweeping across in defence, picked up the loose ball 8 metres from his own line, ran up the wing, passed inside to Jerome Hughes, who raced 70 metres to score untouched. Pappenhausen's sideline conversion hit the upright and was waved away. Six minutes later, the Warriors hit back with a tidy short side play where Chanel Harris-DeVita threw a stunning long ball to Dallin Wateni Zalesniak and he ran down the narrow corridor to dive over in the corner. Chris Walsh failed to convert from the sideline. In the 23rd minute, Hughes piled more misery onto Kersey and he put in a grubber which the Warrior winger fumbled. Xavier Coates was on the spot to ground the ball for a gift four-pointer. Just four minutes later, Nick Meany raced away to give the Storm a two-try lead. Pappenhausen converted to make the margin 10 points. Sean Johnson produced some magic in the next Warriors set when he chipped early in the set. The ball bounced horribly for Pappenhausen, but perfectly for Wade Egan, who cleaned up the loose ball and dived over near the posts. Walsh converted. Pappenhausen landed a penalty goal right on halftime to give the Storm a 16-10 lead at the half. The second half started with a Pappenhausen penalty goal after just a minute. In the 46th minute, Melbourne's attack was doing nothing on the last when the ball ended up in Nelson Asafa Solomona's hands. He casually put up a kick that Pappenhausen caught brilliantly above his head to score. Pappenhausen converted, but only after Wateni Zalesniak was stretched off after a freak accident in back play saw him fall into Asafa Solomona's legs. The Warriors' restart went dead in goal. And from the penalty on the halfway, the Storm went on the attack. Cameron Munster dummied inside and then floated a long ball over the edge defenders who rushed up, where he found Meany perfectly, who scored in the left corner. Pappenhausen converted. Another cosy drop ball gave the Storm a fresh set, which they promptly turned into points three minutes after their last try. Pappenhausen ran himself, fought his way out of a tackle, slipped, but kept on his feet enough to reach out and dunk the ball over the line for a try. Harry Grant failed to convert the try while Pappenhausen tended to some soreness 
in his leg. The points kept coming for the Storm in the 49th minute when Harry Grant barged over for a dummy half to score. Pappenhausen converted. Two minutes later, he broke through the Warriors' right side defence, came to the fullback and grubbed to the wing, where Coates followed the ball and waited for the right bounce before diving over to score in the corner. Pappenhausen failed to convert from touch. In the 67th minute, Pappenhausen produced a double pump before delivering a perfect long ball to the unmarked Coates, who strolled in to score untouched. Pappenhausen converted from in front to bring up the 50 points. The points continued to come in the 70th minute when Hughes kicked from the corner and turned Kosi around. Coates came flying down on the kick chase and miraculously planted the ball down before it rolled into touch. Munster failed to convert from touch. In the 73rd minute, Munster put Hughes into a gap, who then stepped to beat Walsh to score under the potes. Meany converted. With just over a minute to go, Grant put Munster through a gap and then got a good ball to Justin Ollum, who set sail for the sideline. And despite being tackled, the defender slipped off. Ollum crawled and slammed the ball down over the try line to bring up 70 points. Meany mercifully failed to convert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of Rugby League or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's Tees. Two fantastically different games, beautifully written by Josh Robertson and Andrew Ferguson, and on behalf of those two fantastic writers and Tim Costello, the editor, and myself, all the family here at League Unlimited, we thank you for you listening, and we hope that you get around the Twitter account, the Instagram account, the website, and of course the magazine. You can find all of the information in the show notes. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people.